This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, October 28th. Another busy night in volleyball, Corey. Yeah, it sure was, and and uh, we'll fly through some some volleyball from last night. We both got to watch. We'll preview what's happening tonight. Even take a look at football on the schedule tomorrow. But I want to make sure we talk Vikings before it's all said and done, too, and and uh, and get some thoughts on Sunday's game as they take on the Cardinals. Uh, I guess first things first. You saw Section Five A volleyball last yes, night. Yes, sir. Is that right? Yep. Uppsala was at Bertha Hewitt, and the Bears got a three sets to none win um, over the Cardinals. They will advance. They're playing Browerville Eagle Valley tonight at 7 from Browerville. So a nice little game there. Bertha Hewitt uh, took care of business, had a nice little comeback in set number one. Uppsala looked like they were kind of in control in that first set, had a nice like five-point cushion for most of it. And then at the very end, when it was like 23-18, 23-19, Something like that, Bertha Hewitt was able to come back and win set number one, 27-25, and pretty much just took control from there. So you could see, talking with head coach Zastro before the game, uh, what she said is, I asked her what's the number one thing your team has gotten better at over the course of the season, and she said, slumping. Like, we've done a better job of, when we're in a slump, of picking ourselves up and and getting out of a a jam, and that's exactly what they did um, against uh, (laughs) Uppsala in that first set. That's The way you worded I'm sure she didn't word it that way, but the way you worded that was really funny. We're really good at slumping. Yeah, <laughs> really good at avoiding the slump. Oh, I know? understand. I, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That was funny exactly. Um, I saw six double A volleyball last night. Uh, Wadena Deer Creek hosted Pillager. Uh, those two teams played to close out the regular season, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, it, the the results of the matchup were as expected. If you were to just look at like the final three zero. Uh, the 3-0 score, Wadena Deer Creek uh, ends up winning. It was, um, uh, I, I mean this as respectfully as possible, uh, just uh, shellacking. It was uh, Wadena Deer Creek absolutely controlled everything from start to finish mm-hmm. in a way that I actually want to uh, give them credit for. It's been a tough year for Pillager. We've talked about it off the air a little bit. And it's not just volleyball that's been tough. There's been some real-life things at Pillager that have been very, very difficult to deal with this year and throughout the last year. So as far as who was going to win, that wasn't really up for debate. But what I was really interested in watching was the Wolverines have been playing really well. Yeah. Like they're easily their best volleyball of the season has come in the last three weeks or something like that. As you typically want to have. As you want, but it's also true. Like I think a lot of coaches say it. Uh, it's actually true. They're yeah. playing as well as they could possibly play. And they have in this mix, right? They've had some major conference matchups. Um, uh, they had a huge match against a very good 3A school in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the regular season ended with Pillager, they went to the Moorhead Tournament. Uh, they lost to the Spuds, but the Spuds are always great out of whatever section they're in, 8-3-A, I believe, uh, or maybe 4-A. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't off the matter. top of my head, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Moorhead's always good. They're good again. Yeah. Um, uh, Wadena Deer Creek played them tough, then beat Totino Grace and Monticello and Spring Lake Park. Is that good? Like, they're all big school. Like, it- those are good. Those are good, like, 
confidence-inspiring victories. So to have to turn around then and play a team like Pillager, who is in an opposite trajectory, um, when you know you should win, even without your best efforts, are you going to like mentally get after it? And um, they did. Like, yeah, that was a that was a they they killed them and like not just physically but mentally they were not gonna not dominate does that make sense yeah. so that was really cool to see from them because that's an easy easy letdown game I don't there's not much that could have happened that would have disallowed Wadena Deer Creek from winning that match mm-hmm. um but they one of the things that could have done it was them just allowing themselves to take the night off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they didn't. It was actually, uh, I actually came away um, uh, like a little more impressed with their like mental fortitude. It was pretty impressive. Well, and not only that, because we talk about this in pro sports all the time, but it's, you know, it's high school kids. And that that's the thing that especially is a real big feather in their cap that will benefit them as they make a little postseason Run and we have more postseason volleyball tonight, Corey. Where are you going? Well, I have Section Five A volleyball tonight. Uh, it will be Verndale versus Swanville. Just a really quick recap on on both of those teams. This is the opening uh, round action for Verndale. They did not have to play in a pigtail game. They're eleven and fifteen on the year. Um, they are coming off uh, uh, one victory in a row they were two and two in the underwood tournament to close out the season uh winners of three of their last five as they get ready to play swanville who comes in with an 18 and 10 overall record however um when you look at like the qrf um ratings verndale at an 85.5 and swanville at a 72.9 so the winning record but essentially uh, as we've talked about that qrf rating is a strength of schedule mm-hmm. so um uh, that's where we stand swanville had to play last night they beat long prairie gray eagle three to one they turn around and get right back at it tonight uh, on the road in verndale i'm trying to see if there's anything else that's worth uh really mentioning it's an interesting setup that 5a has with that pod system it's ridiculous it's a yeah they're so the only ones in the state the only ones that do it so it's a really it's a and fasc- maybe maybe we're wrong maybe i'm wrong cj maybe everyone should be doing it this way but i don't think so tim <laughs> tell uh, us how you really feel Corey. winners tonight move on to neutral site matches on tuesday uh, at monaga all right so i have uh, a uh, nice little mo- local matchup. New York Mills is going to play the Henning Hornets. So, uh, nice. Henning won their matchup in the regular season, which was played last week, I believe. So, right. pretty familiar opponent. So, it'll be interesting to talk to both coaches on how they evaluate that, playing each other so close to this game. Uh, New York Mills beat Park Christian up in Moorhead on Wednesday night to get to this point. They won't have to drive quite as far to get over to Henning, who beat Rothsay at home on Wednesday, uh, and again, just a, a local matchup, Park Region Conference uh, clash in the playoffs, and just looking forward to seeing what that can bring. And then, of course, tomorrow we have section playoff football. I'm going to head to New York Mills tomorrow, 6A football. Uh, Breckenridge Cowboys on the road at the New York Mills Eagles. That will have a – oh, we should – volleyball is a 6.45, 7 o'clock 
tonight. Yeah. Football is 1.40 tomorrow, 2 o'clock kickoff. So uh, uh, be prepared for that. The Eagles and the Cowboys. Of course, New York Mills trying to defend their Section 6A crown. This is a big one. This is going to be a, a really fun one. I love, by the way, Saturday afternoon playoffs. Yeah. It's a nice one. It's great. It's awesome. And by the way, New York Mills and Breckenridge met in the Fargo Dome last year, and New York Mills handled them. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Breckenridge is going. Are they using that as motivation? Is it a new season? Have they moved on? And just uh, how New York Mills plays in that game. It's going to be fun. I have a guess. (laughs) I have a guess they're using it as motivation. Uh, You think? (laughs) Because New York Mills handled them last year. It was not close. So that's going to be fun. Played their entire brand of football the entire game. Uh, So I have on Saturday, uh, we have Wadena Deer Creek at uh, Sox Center. Yes. And I'll be honest, Corey, I know nothing about the Main Streeters. I, I, uh, let, me, let me tell you what I know. Okay. I learned just a little bit. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, last night after volleyball, because I was asking, asking some folks, um, a nice running back who, sure. not terribly flashy, but like a, like a, like a screw you running back, mm-hmm. tackle me, I dare you. Yeah, he's going to try and guys. run you over. Yeah. Um, and then a quarterback as, uh, um, I used to, I, I listened to a podcast, Bill Simmons is his name, right? Yeah. He used to work for ESPN. He's got his own thing now with the ringer. Um, uh, about a year ago, he had this bit, uh, while watching football, he would say, what about that guy? That guy can do some stuff. That guy can do some stuff. That was the line. He can do some stuff. And this is the quarterback who can do some stuff. Okay. Uh, for Sox Center. Just, so, a, just a feisty little playmaker, essentially. Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, without knowing a, a bunch, you know, they're, they're like district games and, and games they're playing. The reason they're the two seed is a strength of schedule. If you were to look at the QRF and, and yeah. that sort of thing, um, they travel south. Um, so they're playing teams like Eden Valley Watkins. And if you know anything about Eden Valley Watkins this year and every year. Pretty darn good. <laughs> so it is a, it's going to be a, a tall order, I think, for Wadena Deer Creek. But as we've talked about before, um, uh, probably the best Wadena Deer Creek football team I've seen in a decade. I think that's a, a fair thing to say, and um, it should be a really nice football game for you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, Wadena Deer Creek, second straight year that they've won a postseason game, and Coach Peter Meyer again talked about winning two this season. So that opportunity is there. We'll see what the Wolverines can do. All right, uh, Corey, let's talk Vikings. Yes. Uh, first of all, they're off a of bye week. So mm-hmm. um, I have just one thing that is on my mind about this week. Sure. Uh, one and a half things. The half thing is like, go ahead and get a win. Arizona's a, they're mess. a mess. Their their quarterback was screaming at their head coach on the sideline last game. So talented like crazy. Um, uh, uh, Hopkins is back, right? Yep. Yep. So that's not great. That's going to be an kind issue. of a scary matchup. But they're kind of a they're just a mess. Like the just. I, I don't know, it's buzzwordy, I know, but like the vibes of that team are way off. Yeah. Um, my big thing is, how's Kevin O'Connell out of a bye week? That's the question. Like, can he do it? Can he prepare? And, and, and like, what's the learning curve for a first-year head coach out of a bye week? It's really important. These should be automatic wins. It, mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter. Like, the Vikings could play Buffalo, and this should be like the Vikings are going to come out and shellac Buffalo because they're out of the bye week and had that much time to prepare. Um, I would like them to be sharp. 
the Mike Zimmer regime, they were not sharp out of bye weeks. No. I, I, I Last year they got lo- Cooper rushed out of the bye week. I, I looked it up one time. I think in Mike Zimmer's career they were like 500 or a game below five. Like They were 500 give or take a game mm-hmm. out of long breaks. So that means like from a Thursday to a Sunday or a bye week, whatever. You understand, right? Yeah. Um, that was not good. That was now Zimmer was what had like close to the same record on short weeks, like a Sunday to a Thursday, yeah, or uh, like a Sunday to a Saturday if they played like a Saturday playoff, whatever, um, a Monday to a Sunday, that sort of business. But out of bye weeks, the Zimmer regime was not good, and that's that's like a cardinal sin of professional football. If you look at like the best head coaches in the league, like Andy Reid is one of them. He is like his record out of the bye week is. Almost spotless. They he will never loses. Kill you. Yeah, he'll kill you. So um, that's going to be really important. I would like to see them. Um, now, if you lose, you lose. But I, they, I don't want them to look unprepared. You yeah, know? like if you lose because it was a hard fought football game, right. that's fine. Like, why are you playing flat right now? But why yeah, is the if, energy? Why is if this you weird? lose because the offense still looks out of sync after you had two weeks to fix things? Then yeah, we're gonna have some issues. I think uh, some questions that we'll yeah. have to answer. But uh, I guess the one question is, Corey, uh, with this team is, uh, I don't trust their defense. Do you trust their defense? Because that's I think the offense can figure things out. I think. Do you trust the defense? And do they need to trade for anybody by next week? No, I don't trust the defense. And yeah, sure. I guess they have no cap room. They're thirty second. In cap, and I know that's why you trade. Yeah, but like, if you do it, you're trading for a guy who um, can't be. Like you got you got no money to keep that guy around. You know what I mean? You're the, looking for yeah. a rental player. There's some ways they can keep money. They can create money. I think a restructure, a mandatory restructure from Eric Hendricks will do it. Like that's in his contract. There's a little bit way to move around money, but like at the same time, okay. Quick question: Do they prioritize getting an edge rusher, cornerback, or wide receiver? Because all three of those have kind of been discussed. Um, well, they're not going to get an edge rusher because they got two edge rushers. They just don't edge rush. They use them in pass coverage, which is a different conversation. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's a defensive back of some sort. That's my play. You can sign a free agent wide receiver. There's enough of them wandering around. Their receivers are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can never have too many, Corey. Their Their offense is out of sync. Yeah, and that's just a, I will I will chalk that up to it all being new. Yeah, I'm totally fine with this. Um, the defense is entirely new, also, but the, but they were bad a year ago and they look bad again. Yeah, there's a trend here. Mm-hmm. So, all right, there you go, Skull Vikings. Been the morning sports desk for Friday, October 28th. Your story, it lives in River City. Where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel. Where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another. Where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.